Hello, hello, hello everybody. So I wasn't going to film this until later on today. Today is actually Monday. Today is the day that the podcast is going out. But I haven't got anything to do. I'm not particularly hungry just yet. It's currently 10 to 11. I'm not really hungry. So I'm going to go and eat something in a bit. But I thought, you know what, let's do the podcast this morning. And because I'm going to be spending the afternoon with my dad today because my dad's only day off is on Monday, except for a Sunday, obviously. Um, but my dad's only day off is on Monday. And obviously, I don't go to college on Monday. So we're going to spend some time together this afternoon. And I thought if I do this, this podcast, if I do this episode, my God, words need. If I do this episode this morning, then I can obviously turn my attention and stuff to my dad and play games with my dad and stuff. So I have some weird things going on in my house don't know what it is don't know what's going on um thank you for all the love on my episode from last week with reacting to the ghost stories i'm probably going to do a few more of those today i'm just gonna get some weird thing out that has been a bit weird right so i don't really know where to start with this so i have blinds in my bedroom i've got these things called blackout blinds which basically means it lets the tiniest amount of light in and when it like lets the light in it's only like the strip of where like the window ends and stuff so i have blackout blinds which means i sleep pretty well at night and things and yes so obviously blinds you have the things that you pull down if you can hit you might be able to if you heard that obviously you have those to pull blinds up and down and stuff to open and close them and Something weird has been going on with one of my blinds. So, a couple of days ago, my blind actually broke, like, the blind string. And the blind actually fits into, like, this little pocket thing. And, like, you clip it in. And when it comes out, you can just clip clip it back in and, like, you know, use it. But the little pocket thing broke. And so now, my blind, my blind still works and stuff. But it's, like, two long strings that you just have to pull up and down when you, like, want to open it or close it. Which means there's always, when it's open, there's always one longer than the other. And when it's closed, there's always one longer than the other, if you get what I mean. And last night, I closed my blinds at about 9.45ish. And didn't touch them again and got straight into bed and didn't move around unless I needed to go to the toilet. So I went to the toilet probably about two times. And I was on FaceTime to my friend. So I was speaking to him for a while. And... um, it, I came off FaceTime with him quite late because I hadn't spoken to him all day and we just wanted to catch up and stuff. And um, I looked over at my blind and the thing that was obviously broken was still moving, but it wasn't moving like it was like just swaying side to side. It was full on swinging. It was moving round and round in circles. And my friend Kerry Ann, a friend from Boa, um, I was Snapchatting her and like she saw it all happening and stuff. And it was just moving and swinging around. And like I was a bit like, why is it doing that? Because I haven't touched it since 9.45. And when I've moved, I've not been anywhere near the blind. So it's not like my like wind if I'm like moving and like, I, I don't know, move something with it. It's not like it's moving from that, if you get what I mean. But... I don't know, it was just moving around, and my window isn't broken, but I'm getting a new one soon, um, but there, the window wasn't open or anything, so it wasn't like it was, you know, having a draft from the wind, and like it was coming through the window, and then it was moving it, 
Because the way that it was moving was really, like, forceful. It was almost like someone was hitting it and, like, watching it spin. And I was like, that's really, really weird. And it was doing it for ages. And I remember, I closed it at about 9.45. Now, this is where it gets weird, right? Closed it at about 9.45 last night. And it stopped moving at about 10 minutes after I did it. So about, whatever that is, 9.55. Stopped moving about that. And then I was just sat watching TV, waiting for my friend to FaceTime me. And I looked over at the blind and it had started moving. And I was like, that's really weird. It's not like I literally hadn't touched it for like 10 minutes. And I was like, it would have stopped by now. And I did a little experiment this morning. And um, I... 10 minutes after uh it had stopped like swinging when I like closed it back and whatever it stopped swinging and I was thinking oh that's really weird because that should have stopped swinging last night and it did but it started moving again and it honestly it doesn't make sense I don't know what is going on I don't know whether my room's haunted or what but <laughs> I thought I had to share that because it was just weird and then I was speaking to Carrie Ann again and I said if it's still doing it in the morning I'll be concerned I'm obviously not concerned but um I was like, oh, yeah, I'll be concerned if it's in the, still happening in the morning. And I looked over when I woke up, still moving. And I honestly do not know why it was still moving because th- this had been, like, 12 hours since I'd closed it. And I was thinking, why is it doing that? Because it was genuinely just spinning round and round, like, like, literally, like, someone was just touching it and watching it sway and, like, turn in circles. I don't know what it was, but it was it was weird. It was really weird. As I've said before in like previous my previous episodes and things, I'm very into the paranormal. Paranormal is my kind of thing. I know so much about it. It's kind of weird how much I know. Like it genuinely is a bit weird. Um, but like I watch YouTubers that do all about ghost hunting and things like that, and like I love that sort of stuff. It really like gets my adrenaline going because I'm like, oh, something, something's there. I get scared about it a little bit, but um, it's almost like. It's my comfort. I don't know what it is. I just like it. I love it. And I can't wait one day to be able to go, like, to a haunted place and, you know, explore it and things. But I thought it was really, really weird. And I put it on my Snapchat story. I was like, I think there's a ghost in my room. And, like, obviously I was joking. But a couple of people were like, oh, my God, what's going on? What's going on? And I explained it to them and everything. But I just thought thought it was really weird how 12 hours after... Because I genuinely thought, oh, it might stop swinging. But 12 hours after that I closed it, it was still going, and I was just like, this is weird, this isn't normal, it isn't normal, so, yeah, so that's the weird thing today, I have had weird ghost stuff happen to me before, um, whether it's a ghost or not, but, like, obviously, I believe that it's a ghost, um, I've had weird stuff like that happen to me before, and that's, I've spoken about that on my YouTube channel, Dreamy Nevy, and, um, that it's just weird the things that happen it's just weird but today i thought i would actually react to some proper paranormal things last week it was more like scary um experiences this time it's going to be more paranormal and seeing whether i can explain like you know explain anything um i might get some true crime things going on this podcast too because i'm really into true crime if you don't know what true crime is it's solved and unsolved mysteries of like deaths of people and things like that i love stuff like that and if you do like stuff like that if you haven't checked out the youtuber eleanor neal definitely go and check her out she is amazing so this story that i found was posted an hour ago so this is very 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 
recent and I haven't read through it but I've seen the end the last sentence is I'll keep you up dieted for the next few days so I guess we'll have to wait and see what goes on in there so the title for this is I think my house is haunted for a few days now at exactly 4 25 a.m I felt unsafe and my cats always ran to hide under my bed that's a typo feels dangerous to even use the bathroom which has nothing blocking me from just what? Why am I? Why am I getting my words mixed up? The bathroom, which has nothing blocking me from just running straight back to my room. On the first night, as I left my bed, be- guys, I'm really not doing good today with my speech. Wow. On the first night, as I left the bathroom, I heard wood creaking, as if a person was stepping on an old wooden board. The only old wood in my house was in the room on my right, which was completely empty at the time and I was walking on tile, making it impossible to be me. On the second night, I told my sister about it, and she said she saw a humanoid figure in the corner of her room about four feet tall. After a night or two of inactivity, I woke up this morning at 1.24am to my cat meowing loudly at me. I get up and refresh her food and water. I walk into the bathroom as I'm not going back to sleep, and when I go to wash my hands, I see my chest in the mirror covered in marks and one big red hand shaped with one long fingers shaped one one big red hand shaped one with long fingers that doesn't make sense this person's not got a very good grammar um this could have been me sleeping wrong because it didn't look like there are any scratches just red marks but i'm wondering if anyone knows what this could be Mm, that was a bit of a pants story to be fair like mm. right next one this is a long one. We love a good long one. Let's see if I'll actually be able to read it though. Right, okay, so this one is called I think I saw a previous tenant of my apartment. If you don't know what a tenant is, it's like a person that lives in the place, like renting it almost. Right, so. So to preface this, the apartments I live in were built in the 70s. I have met a woman who's lived in these apartments off and on since the 80s. In brackets, why mention her? Because she has something to do with this story as well. Oh, wow. I have lived in the complex for five years now. First in a one-bedroom, and then for the last four years in a two-bedroom. I never expected anything weird or creepy in the one-bedroom unit. None of this started happening until I moved into this unit. The first things that began happening happened to my daughter, who was around five months old at the time. She would often stare at spots in the room randomly. We would be playing with her or talking to her and she would just stop abruptly and just stare. These stares developed into her smiling at whatever, whoever she was looking at and waving her hands. She then began to say the name George and as her verbal skills developed, even began talking to George. We don't know anyone by that name. Not long after she began doing this, I gave birth to my son. For the record, he as well eventually started talking to George. Oh. I am a stay-at-home mum and my husband works nights, so I often wait until kids are sleeping and my husband goes to work to shower and have a snack. Everything was normal this day, but my son hadn't been feeling well and had thrown up on me. Oh, well. So I found the need to shower that night particularly important. I had just lathered my hair with shampoo when I heard someone pounding on the bathroom door and a male voice that didn't sound like my husband frantically telling me to check on your boy along with getting a crazy scare urge to see both of my kids and make sure they were okay. I've never ran to my kids' room so fast. I didn't even bother to turn the shower off. 
I got into the room and could hear my infant son choking. He had spit up in his sleep and started to choke on it. I was able to get the spit up of his throat and he was okay, thank God. Now this is where my neighbour comes in. It came up in casual conversation that she used to live next door to the apartment I do. And we began talking about different things like the carpet, the cabinets, the wall, colour things of this nature. When out of the blue she asked, have you met George yet? When I asked who that was, she told me that when the apartments were first built, you could buy them instead of just renting them. A man named George bought the one we both lived in. He was an older gentleman, retired and had no family. But everyone in the apartment complex loved him. He was always kind to the neighbourhood kids and helped out if if people asked. When she had first moved in, she lived next to George and said he was her favourite neighbour until the early 90s when he passed away. Then mentioned he had lived in the exact unit my family lives in now. I then told her about my kids speaking to George and about the story about my son. She told me, yeah, that sounds like him. I still occasionally experience small things, catching a whiff of cologne, appliances turning on off, seeing things moving out of the corner of my eye. And my kids do occasionally mention George in passing, but nothing like whatever happened that night. That is freaky. That's probably, that's such a good story to tell though, because like, whether that's real or not, that's very, what's the word? It's very gripping. Like, I was, I genuinely like, even as I was reading it then, I was genuinely thinking, oh, where's this going? Who's that man that was speaking? And now it kind of makes sense. That is a very, very, very freaky story. Like, but the thing is, though, you've got to be careful. Like, right, this is where, like, the inner paranormal in me comes out. I, thing with demons and spirits and things like that, you've got to be careful because people, well, the spirits, can pretend that they're someone that they're not. And, like, demons, it's normally demons that do that. They pretend that they're someone you're not and often with Ouija boards as well there's a spirit that happens in a Ouija board um that can pretend there's something so say if you're at a place for a certain someone or like you're looking for a certain someone and say if that person's I don't know called Mary and the other ghosts or things know you're there and you're asking for Mary those ghosts could easily manipulate the Mary and pretend to be Mary and have you gripped and have you, you know, tricked. And the problem with that is that they can get attached to you then, the demons and things like that. And it's just, it will end up being an absolute shambles. So that's a very interesting story. I enjoyed reading that story. That was, it, whether that's real or not, that's very gripping. That was a very gripping story. Um, For me, right, I do believe in them, but at the same time, I'm also a bit of a sceptic because some things, the world that we live in now and with technology and things, things can be so easily faked and so easily edited and things like that. So there's always that complication of it. But for me, I've, I think that story's real. Like, the way that it was told, the way that it had evidence and things to back it up, that, like, for me, that was a real story. Right, so this next one is called... This was posted three days ago. This one's called My Uncle's Experience with the Paranormal. So, that's an immediate flag straight away because it's someone else's story and this person is just telling it. Now, the problem with that is that some information will be got wrong. Like, they'll get some information wrong and like kind of muck up the story a little bit, which isn't a bad thing, but it makes it less authentic, especially if it's not coming from the uncle. So, let's get on with this one. This happened years ago. 
My father and I loved to go fishing and we would often invite his brother to come with us. We would often go very early in the morning and fish all day into the night. We have gone to Point Lookout probably hundreds of times and this time was no different. Basically, after a day of fishing, me and my dad packed up and had fallen asleep in his truck while my uncle fished for a little longer. Now I never never woke up, but my dad woke up because he heard my uncle screaming and saw him run into the nearby tree line. My dad eventually found him and he relayed his story. My uncle had finished up at about an hour after my dad and I went to sleep. He was packing up and went to wash his hands in the water when he saw what he believed was blood. He said that he heard splashing and looked up and saw what he described as a man in a uniform and in his own words holding an old ass gun running at him from the shallow water. My uncle freaks out and runs into the tree line to lose the guy. He says that he saw even more soldier looking men seemingly following, following him through the woods. He hides in the bush and not longer after he hears my dad calling for him. I asked him what colour the uniforms of the men were. He said they were grey and old fashioned. My uncle is from El Salvador and has no real knowledge of American history. But I did some research and found that the Point Lookout was both a civil war hospital site as well as a union prison camp. I'm convinced he ran into civil war soldiers. I'm just surprised that I've never experienced anything there after hundreds of trips. That is weird. That is a weird... Oh, God, that that's freaky. That is really freaky. That's because, like, obviously everyone knows a lot about, like, wars and things. And it's just... I don't know. Like, that's, that's just weird. That's kind of, like, authentic, though, because if he didn't really have much knowledge on American history and, like, soldiers and the Civil War and things like that, then it's almost like he doesn't really know what's going on and it kind of explains that it could be paranormal and as well if it's a site point of like you know where civil war hospitals and civil war grounds were and stuff then it kind of makes sense that if something like that was to happen so again this one's a very recent one this was posted a day ago and this the title for this is i've had a paranormal encounter and i'm looking for answers I've come for answers more than anything. If you've ever had anything like this happen to you, or if you know what it is, please tell me. I remember this one, as this was only about six years ago, when I was eight. I woke up in the middle of the night, one one night, to dead silence. Like, silence is one thing, but it was dead silent. At the time, I had a bunk bed with a desk and a small couch underneath the bed. The only issue was that the bed was less than two feet from the ceiling, which was annoying because it was hard to sit up without hitting my head. I wasn't tired when I woke up, which was weird because it was super dark outside and in my room too, other than one small nightlight. I looked over through the wooden siding of my bunk bed to look at the rest of my room and I immediately froze. I actually was scared shitless of what I was looking at. The room was almost pitch black due to the nightlight, only lighting up one corner but it was still visible. It was a dark outline of something, a ghost, a shadow person, a demon, whatever you want to call it, it was there. I probably blinked 20 to 30 times to see if it would disappear, but it slowly got closer. I quietly but quickly turned over, covered my head with my sheets and closed my eyes. I could feel it over me, looking at me. The issue was, like I said earlier, I wasn't tired. I lied there for probably 20 minutes feeling scared and fully awake before I finally drifted off and woke up the next day and I've never experienced anything like that again. Thank God. That is freaky. 
I'm thinking whether that person may or may not have had some sort of um, sleep paralysis. Now, sleep paralysis is when you can't move, so that's why I'm thinking it's not fully sleep paralysis. But sometimes you can, you know, have it, but you don't have, get experience the paralysis bit. So I'm thinking, like, because that's a different type of sleep paralysis. Um, I'm thinking maybe that could have been some sort of sleep paralysis just without the, obviously the being paralysed because he obviously he was able to turn over, pull his covers over his head, and you know just get on with sleeping and stuff. Um, but it could have been that. But at the same time, it sounds like it's more you know paranormal in the sense of it was getting closer to you and things. But again, that could happen in sleep paralysis as well. Um, the only thing that's not selling it for me, if, if for it to be sleep paralysis, is that um, obviously they were moving around and things. But I'm just looking at the comments of the post, and some of it is just a bit weird. Someone put, I absolutely believe you. Whether it was a shadow person or a demon, neither have good intentions. I know the type of bed you had, a tall loft bed, so it would have been really, really... Oh, hello. 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 Sorry about that quick ending, guys. Um... My dad walked in and I had to speak to him quickly. Right, so some of the comments of that story are very weird. I'm kind of weirded out. Right, I'm going to do one more story and then I'm just going to get on with my day. Get everything sorted. I'll tell you what though, the house stinks right now because one of our pipes have burst in the kitchen and it's basically making the whole house smell like egg. It's literally, it's disgusting. It smells horrible. But luckily, someone's coming today to um, sort it out and help us out and get it fixed and stuff. So, hopefully, the house doesn't smell like egg any longer. But, yeah. So, let's find another one. Ooh, okay. Hmm. Right. This is a very short one. This happened the last two nights. I'm sitting in my kitchen getting ready to eat. I get this weird creepy vibe. I stare at my cat and he looks at the ceiling as if he's following something around. Like rapid fast head movements. And then he got scared and darts off running into the bedroom. He's never ran before. Well about 20 minutes ago. I'm sitting down eating. I get a creepy vibe again. My cat is in the same spot. Then runs downstairs as if he's chasing something. He gets to the couch and is non-stop hissing. Reason I'm freaked out is the creepy vibe and that my cat is the laziest cat ever. I've never seen him run in my entire life or hiss. Some people have put cats chase spirits away. That was kind of a short story. Uh, let's have a look at another one. Hmm. Um. I'm gonna. Hmm. Why has my laptop decided to just break on me? Right. Let's have a look. This one's quite a long one. Right, this will be the last one. So, this encounter happened in 2014 when I was 13 years old. It was a Monday night. My parents went to watch TV in their own room and I stayed out in the living room to watch Monday Night Raw. I sat, I was my, it was my normal Monday night routine. I always keep the bathroom light on when I sit there because from where I sit, I can see into my bedroom and the bathroom, which is right next to each other. And a dark hallway, and I'd rather not want to stay into a dark hall and in my room, which would be pitch 
My mum left for work, which would be 10pm, because that week she worked the overnight shift and my dad stayed in his room with his door open, which is at the end of which is at the other end of the house. We had a small house. His room was by the front door after my mum left about half an hour later. I look over to see from sitting in the chair in the living room and I saw a black figure run from in the bathroom across the house to my parents' bedroom. At first I just ignored it and thought I was tired and it was a mind trick, but what really freaked me out, not even one minute later, my dad comes out of the bedroom and asks me if I stood outside of his bedroom. And he said that he called out to see if it was me or my brother, but didn't get an answer. But it disappeared. I proceeded to tell my dad I saw a black figure and we both agreed without saying anything that we not going to sleep that night. But after that night, my dad believed me that the house was haunted and I'm glad I don't live there anymore. I have more encounters to post in the future about the same house. I've experienced a good amount before this one, but this one was the most recent one. That was kind of freaky, That like especially if... The dad saw it as well. Like, yeah, you could always blame it on mind tricks, but the fact that the dad saw it as well is really... Like, like that's really weird. And there you have it, guys. That is the end of today's episode. Um, So the reason why I did that was because you guys really enjoyed the um reacting to scary experiences last week. So I thought, you know what, let's do another one quickly. If you like this sort of series, let me know, and I'll maybe might find some proper like ghostly things um obviously we haven't really got a type of niche for this podcast we're just going to do a bit of everything um i might do some advice sessions i know syrian's doing some advice sessions as well and we're just gonna you know chill and like have fun with the podcast we don't need to have a set in stone thing as long as we're having fun with what we're producing then that's the main obviously the main idea of it um i was gonna say something yes so on tuesday the first of december or the week commencing that week um, we have a very exciting podcast coming out with some special guests. Syria mentioned it in the last episode, but the special guests, they're hilarious. We cannot wait for you guys to meet them. They'll probably end up featuring in the future as well, but we're very excited to see like what the episode consists of. We obviously haven't filmed it yet, but we're preparing for it, and let's just say it's going to be a very exciting episode. We did try film it the other day, but we kept getting interrupted, and it was just a shambles, so... We couldn't particularly post it on Friday. But yeah, so I hope you've enjoyed today's episode. Um, let me know what you think on over on our Instagram and our Twitter. Obviously, the Instagram's The Girl Diaries Podcast and the Twitter is The Girl Diaries 3. So yeah, so make sure you just let us know and see what you like. Also, we'll put some question boxes and stuff on our stories for you to suggest anything that you'd like to see, any maybe true crime stories, any of your own paranormal experiences, and I'll react to them whatever uh just let us know and we will get obviously what you want out and what you guys want to listen to so just let us know and yeah um have a lovely day well obviously this is filmed at 11 25 in the morning so i've still got a whole day but have a lovely evening and i will see you on friday hopefully if we can get a podcast out by then uh with syrian bye